Critcast, the casual movie review podcast, and I'm Ross. We here at the Critcast like to think that movies can be both art and entertainment. This week, however, we find ourselves dissecting a movie that is basically everything that some film critics say is wrong with movies nowadays. When film connoisseurs decry the death of cinema, the kind of film they're picturing is a plodding, perfunctory affair whose only purpose is to propel a movie franchise. They picture a movie that doesn't care about its own story or really even being entertaining in its own right. They picture a movie that instead spends all of its time building a franchise that then fills its gaps with CGI action bullshit. They picture the kind of movie that Universal's The Mummy turned out to be. Directed by one of the writers that ruined Spider-Man so badly that Sony had to get joint custody with Marvel, The Mummy stars Tom Cruise as main character man. Main character man is a soldier or a treasure hunter or something that ends up finding the lost tomb or prison of some ancient Egyptian princess. When he stupidly lets her out for almost no reason, he's chased by her because of a curse that wasn't mentioned before it was explained or something. But then there's some kind of monster hunting agency that's basically S.H.I.E.L.D., but worse. And then they try to seal her away, but main character man doesn't want that. I think, and then I think he's, he tries to rescue her, or stop not S.H.I.E.L.D. because of the curse, or mind control, or something, and the stuff in the trailers happen, and then this is the start of a franchise, and the movie hopes you'll care enough to see the next eight movies in this franchise, I guess. As you can probably see by my sarcastic attempt at a plot synopsis, The Mummy is not great. It's not even very good. It's boring and tedious and way overly complicated. The characters are shallow, and nobody playing them seems to agree on what kind of movie they're supposed to be in, except for Russell Crowe, who is just hamming it up for a paycheck. And that's just delightful. The movie is just a series of plot dumps in between pointless CGI action. Most non-action scenes are just plainly put together, seemingly from a template of how each scene is supposed to look like, regardless of what is actually happening or expected. It's also surprising how little The Mummy cares about the titular Mummy. It instead wants us to care about not S.H.I.E.L.D. and this Dark Universe TM that Universal is trying to establish. Oh yeah, did I also mention that Universal is trying to establish a franchise here? Because Universal is trying to establish a franchise here. Like practically every other major studio in Hollywood, it wants to jump on the cinematic universe bandwagon that Marvel made. Also, just like practically every other major studio, Universal can't figure out how to do it right, despite Marvel and other studios having other 10 years of examples ready for them. Examples, I might add, of what to do and what not to do. Yet Universal still found a way to just barely win the prize for worst implementation of a cinematic universe ever. Instead of even pretending like this movie was supposed to be its own thing that opened up into its own cinematic universe, Universal instead chose to have a big-ass title slate at the very beginning of The Mummy that literally spelled out Dark Universe, just in case you and your dumb popcorn-munching face didn't know that this was part of a cinematic universe. The Mummy is almost a clinical example of everything that is wrong with big tentpole franchise movies nowadays. 
Everything that film critics have ever complained about is in this movie. Not only that, but everything that just makes an empty, pointless mainstream movie is in this movie too. It's an almost comical example of a bad tentpole movie because it's exactly as bad as another bad tentpole movie that was made in some capacity by the same guy. Alex Kurtzman is the director of The Mummy. He is also one of the culprits behind Amazing Spider-Man 2. Both of these movies are bad in almost the exact same way, as if it's Kurtzman's artistic style to be bad in this specific way. If I had to boil down what was wrong with The Mummy, and by implication, what was wrong with practically everything else Kurtzman has had a hand in, it would be two things. One, an overly contrived or even non-existent plot. And two, disregarding the movie and story that you're watching right now in favor of setting things up for a movie in the future, aka franchise maintenance. It might sound contradictory for me to say that a plot can be overly contrived or non-existent. A plot is either there or not. And if it's overly contrived, then that means it at least exists, right? Well, in my mind, not necessarily. You see, a plot is usually defined as a structured series of events in chronological order, usually. This is different from a story, which is the meaning that the plot and everything else is supposed to support. But in my mind, a plot still needs to have a purposeful structure that lends itself to the story. Better yet, a plot is also the result of meaningful character actions, reactions, and decisions. Otherwise, the so-called plot is merely just a series of events and things that happen to the characters that push them along through time and space. In the worst case scenarios, as it is in The Mummy, the plot is basically just there to have characters go from plot point A to plot point B and so forth, and it doesn't care how it does it. It is quickly very clear in The Mummy that the movie doesn't care about organically getting its characters from point A to point B. Main character man just ends up finding the lost tomb. How? He's an ill-defined treasure hunter looking for treasure on a map he stole from love interest lady. Why did she have the map? Because not S.H.I.E.L.D. gave it to her. But how did he actually uncover the tomb? He called it an airstrike and it accidentally opened it up. Why can he do that? It doesn't matter, he just needed to find the tomb quickly. How did love interest lady find out? Because she was just tagging along with an army unit. What was the army unit doing? I don't know, but they showed up with her in tow anyway. Look, all these characters just need to be in the same place for the ancient tomb reveal and for main character to release the mummy from its prison. But why does the ancient prison have a mechanism for releasing the mummy if she was supposed to be sealed away forever? And Love Interest Lady specifically says the mechanism is supposed to hold the mummy down, which it blatantly does not. It, it, it doesn't matter. The mummy just needs a reason to stalk main character man. I hope that little act made it perfectly clear how perfunctory all the character actions and decisions are in this movie. That is, when they even make decisions. Things just happen because the script needs the characters to be here to see that or find this or do that. I couldn't believe how little agency main character man had. He's just shuffled from location to location to have things explained to him and to have things happen to him. He's not making any real decisions or going through any kind of narrative arc, despite the movie saying that he is. Worse yet, The Mummy's Curse gives an extra layer of non-agency, 
because the movie just steers him to do things for no reason other than because the curse made him do it. I can't emphasize enough how little you end up caring about main character man or what he does or the things that happen to him. Special shout out to love interest lady who is treated the exact same way as the love interest in Amazing Spider-Man 2. In that, she's mostly just there to motivate main character man and to say that they love each other for no visible reason. We are then asked to care when something bad happens to love interest lady that means nothing. And, and this is the best part, for that bad thing to happen because she was somewhere where she was explicitly told not to be by main character man. In the exact same setup as was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. In other words, something bad happens to the love interest because she disobeyed main character man in a way that obstructs him and ends up bad for her. I honestly couldn't believe it when that moment happened again. Now, if an empty, pointless plot wasn't bad enough, The Mummy also chooses to indulge about half of its runtime to franchise maintenance. This is a term to describe things that happen in a movie that have very little or nothing at all to do with the movie itself. Instead, these things are there to allude to or tease future movies in the franchise. Marvel quickly learned to push these moments to small background elements or their famous post-credit scenes. Kurtzman, on the other hand, likes to dedicate entire parts of his movies to this nonsense. There are times in this movie where you can feel the movie totally shifting gears away from being about the mummy to being about Universal's new dark universe. The plot with the titular mummy comes to an abrupt halt so that main character man can be mansplained by Russell Crowe about not S.H.I.E.L.D. and how this organization will be tying into future movies. Practically all of Russell Crowe's hammy dialogue is him explaining how not S.H.I.E.L.D. will be showing up in future movies. I, I hate to keep bringing up Amazing Spider-Man 2, but there are a hilarious amount of one-to-one -one comparisons between these movies. And here's another one. There is a moment in Amazing Spider-Man 2 where the characters walk by a series of glass cases containing all of the super suits of Spider-Man's rogues gallery in a moment that means nothing to the movie other than to tease future movies. In The Mummy, there is a moment where main character man is led past some containers containing universal monster parts like the Swamp Thing or Dracula, I think, in a moment that means nothing to the supposed main plot of the movie other than to allude to future installment. It's so blatant as to almost be comical. These are moments that are supposed to be exciting, I guess, in that they tease future movies you want to see. But the fallacy there is that the movie just assumes you care. And let me remind you that this is the first movie in this dark universe. So there's no build-up or anticipation. Hell, Universal couldn't even wait to make one movie that I care about before asking me to care about future movies. How dumb is that? But I guess I'm supposed to be excited by the very idea of a cinematic universe with these monsters that nobody's cared about since, what, the 40s? Sure, these are classic monsters, but, but they don't have significant cultural cash in contemporary media. Besides, what the fuck are these monsters supposed to do when they meet up or cross over? What the hell is the werewolf and swamp thing movie supposed to be about? Like, this makes no sense. 
These monster movie crossovers only work when they fight in a cheesy B-movie setup, not in some serious team-up setting. I I mean, answer me this. What the fuck is the Universal Monster Avengers supposed to be about? That's the goal here, right? To make your own version of the Avengers? What are they even going to be doing in that movie? Fighting Godzilla? That sounds cool, but like I said, it won't work in the tone that they've established here. As you can probably plainly see, I cannot recommend seeing The Mummy. If there was ever an example of what not to do when trying to start a cinematic universe, or even when making a franchise movie, this is it. This movie does everything wrong, leaving you with this boring, perfunctory movie that doesn't care about entertaining you, much less doing anything close to art. It just wants you to spit up money for future movies, and even those might not be very entertaining. Don't go see it. Even in this age of big franchises and cinematic universes, we don't want this kind of movie making. Y'all have a good day.